The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Today, get ready to dish with Jesse Tyler Ferguson. The Modern Family star is serving up a fun new project with his celebrity friends. And from the new FBI drama, Class of 09, actress Kate Mara is here. And all hail Queen Bee, Beyonce, kicking off her Renaissance tour in Sweden, and it was epic. We got the music, the fashion, and the must-see moments. It's today with Hoda and Jenna. It all starts right now. Right now. Hi, guys. Happy Thursday. Happy May the 11th. Happy all. You know what it feels like? What? It feels like Friday is just one day away. It is. And you it also what? feels like it's the day after Beyonce opened her world tour. Because everybody is talking about everybody. it. Everybody. Okay, she opened it in Stockholm, Sweden. People are wondering, what's she going to wear? What's it going to be like? Well, everybody has videos and pictures. Yes. It's her first show in she, Europe. By the way, she did, first of all, her costumes were amazing. Crazy. And she did everything. She straddled a disco ball. Yes, she did. She rides down, right Wait. there, there she is. Wait, no. Yeah. There, she rides down the catwalk. She mounts a flying horse. She does all, look, there's too many things. She's we in don't a even know. box. That's by the way, her. look. It, this is like a show. This is like a real, full-on, amazing show. It always fascinates me because when we have to do quick changes, things get out of place. You know, I know. like back backwards. How do they change? She changed. The fashion in this was incredible. Insane. Oh, and we have to just talk because we'd like to put it into the universe. What? Did you know that on the side of her stage, she has seats? Seats. <sighs> People from the audience get to sit on, on stage. stage. Can we please? How do we do that? Can we please, Talia? Don't you think we're like kids? Talia, please. please. But to have a seat on the stage. We did that at Jazz Fest, remember? We sat on the side. On the ground. On the floor. And we didn't care. It was amazing. But I do think that it, it must give you just like what it does for anybody who gets those crazy yeah. seats is you get the perspective of, of what it's like to be her yes. for one second. There was a Broadway show called Once. Oh, yeah. And I think they brought people yes. to sit on the, like, it's just such a crazy, only the people who do the show get to see the world that way. Oh, cool. But, but maybe we'll be able to. Cool. So because of, in honor of her risque and fabulous fashions, we decided Fab. to play a game I like to call Picture Me in That. Okay. All what right, you so got? here's the first one. That beautiful Wait, jumpsuit. Wait, she wore that jumpsuit? Yeah. <gasps> Wait, suit. what? All right, let's see. All right, we, Jenna wants to see herself no, in I it. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to see it. But see, y'all, you just put my head on Beyonce's body. That's okay. The real, that's not real. Okay, let's see. Okay, looking good, JBH. How Thank about her uh, fluorescent dressing oh, coat? Look how cool she Look at the boots. Wait, that's like metallic or something. She looks amazing. Okay, can we really see Hoda cool. in it, please? Oh, 
That's never. You know what, y'all? Oh. It looks good on you. Okay. It looks good on Beyonce. You know what I learned yesterday? Yes. About, okay. So yesterday, my daughter went to a play date somewhere, and she was supposed to come home. But because of all the crazy New York traffic, and and I was out on a play date with my other daughter, Haley was coming across the park with a babysitter and got snarled in traffic, and it was a whole thing. So it took two hours to get across the park, too. And I was hyped up, like, wait, what? They tried the crosstown bus. That didn't work. You couldn't do this. She's with the babysitter. But still, there's like a thing about like... You're so close, but you're two hours away. And my heart was pounding, and I was like, how is this possible? The play date was over at 4.30. It's 7 o'clock at night. It's her bedtime. It's her bedtime. We're already asleep by now in my house. And then she came running down the hall to our apartment, and she jumped in my arms, and she goes, oh, you're not going to believe our adventure. And I go, tell me. Oh, Joe Biden was here and we couldn't go drive. So we got off three buses and then we got into an Uber and he was stuck. So we had to walk, you know, and she told this delightful, beautiful story of an adventure. And it reminded me for one second that our tone, like me going, where, what happened? And all of a sudden I just delighted. We ate dinner. She told me the story. Joe Biden, where does he live? Why was he here? Why were the streets blocked? And all this stuff. And we had a great bath and she went to bed fine. You know, so what? But I remember thinking to myself, you can change the way a day goes by how you perceive you're late. And they they, they come home with something incredible to tell you. Like, and a great life Aren't you glad you took a breath instead of being so worried? And I was worried. Yeah. And I was calm after that. You know what? She was just riding the wave. And and also. And the wave got a little stuck because of the presidential traffic. And she just kept riding Hats off to our babysitter, by the way, who also wasn't like, oh, no, oh, no. She was like, let's try this one. Let You know, just very delightful. Lighting in the all of that and stuff. The adventure. Safe. Okay. okay. Anyway, um, Priyanka Chopra Jonas. Yep. She was just on the. Um, <laughs> we don't know. Do we you like that. Turn? We don't have segues here. No, just we don't. Moving on. We're just going to tell you what we're talking about. She she was on this podcast that everybody's talking about. It's called Call Her Daddy, and she was dish sheen. I made that into two syllables. Dish sheen. What it is? It is two syllables. But anyway, she opened up about the first thing she did after Nick slid into her DMs. Take a look. I was like, okay, like any self-respecting girl, I googled him. <laughs> and this video for Close comes up, and I immediately send him my number. <laughs> so, she saw the video right there, and she immediately sent her number. Yeah, well, we're sort of stuck in it. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I don't know what to say besides, have you ever Googled anybody? No. I mean, I think you do that. But I do think, like, if you met somebody and you knew nothing about their profession, let's pretend that was off the table. Let's pretend you had to go on three dates with someone and know nothing about what they did for a living. Yes. And then that was revealed to you later. Yes. Like, because if you are with someone who has some kind of a smarty pants job, you immediately think they're brilliant. Or if you're with, you know, you already think that. So if you didn't have any preconceptions about the person, would you like them, fall in love with them based on all the other, just who they are? Forget about what. Such a good question. So I wonder, I mean, I kind of get why you Google and what's this and who do you date and blah, blah, blah. And I get it. Like, I totally get it. But 
I just think there's some kind of, like, if you really want something beyond that. And But also, when we, you know, were younger, mm-hmm. there was no yeah. Google. Right. You I mean, just, you can't imagine that time, but there was yeah. no Google. So yeah. you would just go on a date with somebody yeah. and have to ask, what do you do? I mean, yeah. it's different if you're, yeah. you know, a m- music star. Yeah. But to get to, like, really know somebody before you've seen all of their dating pictures. Yeah. And their history mm-hmm. and no, I mean, it, when, when we have people on here sometimes, I feel like I've just seen them because I, I'm on their Instagram. Yes. And it feels like that. I'm We're like, like, oh, I know How was you? your trip? Yeah. Oh my God, your wife's Isn't that so weird. Pretty. Yes, it is weird. Okay. okay. There's a new snack that we think we have to try and it's designed for Jenna. No, no question. It's from Velveeta and it's a collaboration with Comparte's chocolate. It's a cheese truffle. Oh, wait, a cheese truffle? Do we have it? Katie, wait, where's the... It's right here. The so chocolate's inside? It's right inside. So Comparte is paired with Velveeta to make the truffle, right? Wait, wait. Right? Oh, truffle. It's a sweet white chocolate shell molded to look like a Velveeta shell with a creamy, delicious bite of Velveeta in the center. Here's the thing. Yeah. Can I just be honest? Yeah. You don't... You don't I don't like chocolate cheesy... And Chocolate. Mixed like with we, chocolate. Yeah. We the martini. Yeah. Remember yeah, the yeah. Parmesan well, martini because... on my and that hurt my stomach for at least a day. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like when you're like, Jenna will love this. <laughs> Let's try it. Oh, y'all, please. Can no. we stop doing the cheese with yeah. things like that? Uh-uh. No, I not. love Velveeta. I love Velveeta, but wow. I'm gonna I'm gonna pass on that. I'm gonna stick to the mac and cheese. Even if you love cheese like I do. Mm. There's something about, about that that's just wrong. Right, Katie? Yeah, I like the chocolate, and I like the cheese separate. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Katie, thank you. <laughs> thank you, Katie. Coming up next, the bombshells just keep oh. coming on Vanderpump Rules. They sure do. We don't know anything about it, though, so we've got all the drama from that show and the Real Housewives in New Jersey and more. Reality Dilemmas after this. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Reality stars on screen lives are dramatic, but sometimes they have issues just like the rest of us. So we are teeing up another installment of Reality Reality Dilemmas. Dilemmas. Pop culture expert and Bravo personality, Darren Karp. She's one of our favorites here to dish on the latest reality show Entanglements. And we're going to weigh in. Hi. Hi. So take us to Vanderpump Rules. It seems like we're stuck there. I can't believe how much, (laughs) how many legs this this, has. It's been two and a half months of news here. But uh, in this latest episode, I really want to focus on Tom, Ariana, and Raquel, of course. Now, Tom and Ariana have been together for almost a decade. They've had a very solid relationship. And then Raquel is Ariana's best friend. Yes. 
Unfortunately, Ariana's grandmother passes away, so she's out of town, and Raquel sleeps over Tom Sandoval. Mm. Wait, do you see that on TV? Well, right, so you can see Lisa Vanderpump's face is just pure disappointment. Is it ever okay for you to stay, a single woman, to stay over at your friend's house overnight when your no. girlfriend is gone? Never no. okay. No. Even if you're friends. Because no. maybe in the gay world it's a little different. <laughs> you know, like, I have a lot of girlfriends that I'm not sexually attracted to. Yeah. So they can stay over. They cannot. But you guys are saying absolutely not. There's no way. Because I, no, there's something Respect. different, too, where yeah. it's like, if you're dating, I mean, I know you... That doesn't necessarily translate. But what I'm saying is, like, you can't, if you're totally committed to somebody, you're not going to go over to somebody's house and sleep over. Even if you just get a little drunk and fall asleep. This no. is absolutely no, 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 not no. okay. No, because also, when it's your best friend's boyfriend, yeah, too, right. on top of That's everything else. so trust many boundaries. So, many. Wait, so this happened, and then the, the fact that they came, that when everybody found out they had an affair was months later? Yeah, this only happened two and a half months ago when we found out, but this was actually filmed almost last okay, summer. Okay, but should we we should point out that Ariana's going to be on our show. Oh, yeah. She's coming up, so we're going we to We're going to call you for a little— That's yeah. my girl right there. So That's your girl? We're going to call you for a little— All right, a little All right next up, you. there's something—there's a show called Jewish Matchmaking. Is that what it's called? Yes, it is. Tell us about it. Yes, yeah, so Jews from all—Jewish people from all around the globe uh, put their trust and love in this amazing matchmaker. You can see it right there, Aliza Ben Shalom. And obviously, mm-hmm. some have— have more specific qualifications for who they want to date than others, and some have more input than others. Mm. See, I don't involve my parents at <laughs> all in my dating no. life for this reason alone, because there's just too many cooks in the kitchen. I do a met, like, did your dad have input on who you're dating? Like, what, like, well, he had to what say are yes. you going to do? Like, he had what? to say, he had, they had to sign off they on had, it. Well, when, when, when he proposed, but yeah. it, it wasn't like, hey, dad, what you thinking? You right. Know? Yeah. Like, first date, you weren't like, dad or But also, or he mom, was you know. sort of busy. Yeah. That's fair. Okay, just a tad. Yeah. He not, didn't really no care. time to no. have input on whether or not you're dating But, like, your, your parents weren't, no, like— they, I don't think so. And I think if you bring them in on the initial stages, it's kind of reflective on what married life would be like with you. Do you know what I mean? That's it true. means everybody—this is our family. My mom gets equal say. You have a I, positive spin on that. See, yeah. I'm thinking, oh, man, I got to date your mom and you <laughs> yeah, now. Totally. Like, that's double—that's double too much for me. I can't keep track. Totally, All right, totally. we got to get to Jersey. Okay, this is it. Yeah. Okay, speaking of family drama, Real Housewives of Jersey has really got it going on. Yeah. Yes, it does. A lot of family drama. This kind of separates the housewives from the rest of them, in my okay. honest opinion, because there is so much familial drama going on. Mm-hmm. Joe and Melissa Gorga. Joe is obviously brothers to Teresa, yeah. and, and she's marrying Louie. There have been just decades of turmoil between them. There's the blushing bride. And we find out uh, in this latest episode that Louie is kind of icing Joe and Melissa Gorga from their wedding Louis invite. Louie is the one that's doing it? Louis is the one that's doing it, but but Teresa is signing off on it. She got caught a little bit. Uh, The cameras were filming, and we could see Louie not purposely inviting Teresa's brother, Joe. So my question to you is, when you're planning a wedding, and I've never been married, how many family members are you required to invite? Do you have to invite the siblings of your partner? Yes. (laughs) No matter what. Yes. Drama's happening. No matter This is why I'm not having a wedding. This is why I'm not having a wedding. Invite the siblings. Yes, if you don't. So did they not invite them, or we don't know? We have to tune in. You'll have to tune in, but they do not attend the wedding. So it's kind of a 
it's kind of a big. So that's it. That's, that's it. the wedge. It's the wedge. It's, is it's in. The, wedge, the it riff is over. No, it's irreconcilable, and we have the reunion coming up. How good is Darren? Darren is the best. So good. You guys so teach good. me so much about my dating life. I got to ask my mom. I got to get married. I can't have girls over. Great. No, you can have girls over. It's okay. fine. Okay. Just, it's just okay. talk about it with your girlfriend first. Okay, gotcha. All right. Coming up next, what do you get when you combine food, friends, and fabulous conversation? You get yourself a dinner date with this guy, Jesse Tyler Ferguson. He's going to dish. Coming up right after this. He's looking into the future. Jesse Tyler Ferguson made us laugh for 11 seasons on the hit comedy Modern Family. He's also a Tony winner and a doting dad of two. Now Jesse wants to take us out to eat with his new podcast, Dinners on Me, where he interviews celebrity friends over a delicious meal at some of his favorite spots. Jesse, this is such a beautiful concept. The best conversations happen over over a delicious meal. Yeah, so tell us about it. Um, Yeah, it's exactly that. I um, I wasn't super, I wasn't looking to do a podcast. It was an idea that was presented to me and they thought I'd be a good host for it. And I'm so glad I said yes. Um, I've gotten the opportunity to sit at some really fantastic restaurants in both New York and LA with some people that I adore immensely. And they're people that I kind of already know, in this first season, yeah. uh, but I'm getting to know them in such a deeper level, uh, and I just love the idea of a long-form conversation. Like, we have three minutes, but yes. like, what would yeah. happen if we had an hour? Like, so much would come up. Yeah, and also, there's something about sort of being in, in a restaurant yeah. where it's disarming. You're not, like, in a booth. You're, you're just not a booth. Sitting. You're not sitting across, like, in, in, in you know, chairs interviewing each other. Like, you hear the waiter come over. You hear us talk about what we want to eat. You hear the specials. You know, you yeah. might hear a little bit of mouth sounds, which <laughs> might turn some people off, yeah. but, like, it's... Uh, it's it, it's it's a conversation, it's and you're the the, the listener is the third the third person. Do you have? I mean, there are always questions that sort of open up. It's like a window into somebody, mm-hmm. and sometimes when you do podcasts for a while, you're like, oh, that's my question. That's a good mm-hmm. one. Are there certain questions you ask that you feel like elicit uh, answers that give you information you didn't know about someone you knew well? Um, I'm still learning, and maybe mm-hmm. you guys can give me some tips. <laughs> but like, she I, can. She I, has an I, I know, I know. podcast. Uh, Webby Award winner right here. <laughs> Web, oh, I know. I don't well, want to show. Well, hello. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, talking, yeah. Had I known. <laughs> um, I find for me, personally, like if there's a, a story that I can relate to, something about their past that I have some an in as well, like yeah. if I have a, a story that kind of relates to that, I'll like talk about my version of like what happened yes, and yes. like have them sort of, it, it pulls out more pulls from out them more. if there's something that you relate to. Yeah. So I, and honestly, every single guest that I've had so far, granted, they're all people I know already. Like who are your guests? Julie Bowen, Jesse oh, yeah. Williams, Nisi Nash wow. Betts, uh, Tracy Ellis Ross, Jim what? Parsons. We love Tracy Ellis Ross. Love her. Wait, do you she not love her so yes. much? Yes. Was she amazing? Yes. And I've gotten to know <laughs> her. You, you can get deep with her too. She goes do, you way go, do, do you get deep? Of course we do. Of course yes. We do. Um, yeah. wait, who no, else? Who else? Fred Armis, and oh, yeah. uh, Padma Lakshmi. I'm having, literally, I'm Padma. leaving you and having uh, lunch with Padma. Where are you so. going? We're going to this place called 53. I've never been never before. Never heard of it. I haven't either. Okay, so here's the thing. You love to eat, yet you hate the word foodie. Yeah. I do hate the word foodie. Why? Why? What is it? It's foodie? just like, it feels, it feels a little bloggery. Yeah. <laughs> a little bloggery. Which I also don't mind what? blogs, but like, I just, yeah, yeah. I don't know. You it's have just, a, yeah. you have a, some beautiful parts of your life. Uh, this new podcast is amazing. You've got two little ones I and do. one real, real little. Yeah, he's six months. Oh, yeah. look yeah, at that. That was day one. Oh. Yeah. When we had so much hope <laughs> uh, and energy. <laughs> Tell us about what it's like being a dad of two. 
It's a lot, you guys. Yeah. I feel like um, people told me it was going to be a lot, but I needed them to like take me to a corner, put their hands on my shoulders, look me right in the eye, be like, no, it's a lot. Um, but, but you it, wouldn't have listened. That's the problem. I wouldn't have listened because no. I was going to do it anyway. Yeah. And I, I do love it. Yeah. yeah. And, okay, you were obviously a famous dad mm-hmm. on yes. Modern Family. Did you feel like you learned any parental guidelines on that show? <laughs> um, not so much. I learned that I'm really good with kids yeah. because, you know, I had to sort of, when, when there were breaks in the, in the scene, I, you know, Aubrey and I would just get to know one another and like I would find common ground with this, you know, kid. Yeah. And that was really like illuminating for me and also like gave me a lot of confidence just on like relating to a kid. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, you know, especially in the first two seasons, we had twins playing Lily. Yes. Yeah. So like if, you know, Lily number one was wah, 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 <laughs> they'd like literally swap out another baby. You're like, and in Lily real number life, two. it just doesn't happen. You <laughs> know, if Sullivan's fussy, there's no swapping out. What happened? Was Beckett potty trained recently? He was potty <gasps> trained recently. How'd yeah. y'all do that? He's doing really good. Yeah. Um, just a really intense week. Did of you do being the old home. school? Yeah, like no, you, we we put him on the toilet every yeah. fifteen minutes, yeah. and he'd sit there for four minutes, and and then we like stretched to thirty minutes and an hour, and he's doing really good. You know what? I feel like the key for us was, which is just like sort of old school flash to the eighties, was Tell we'd me. give a hell of a book. Like he'd sit there with his newspaper, you know, like oh, old well, yeah, he has, you know, he has a book too. Yeah, did yeah, he have a book yeah, on the yeah, toilet? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I feel like that, like you're read, you know, they don't Relax, really read, but, but you look get, at Elmo and all yeah. of a sudden it's like yeah. happening. Yeah. He just scrolls Instagram. That's what he does. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Jesse's going to stick around. He's going to let us snoop through his social media. Okay. Is that okay? Speaking of Instagram. Okay. <laughs> right, right after, after this. this. All right, we are back with actor Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and he's got such a real fun Instagram. We're going to scroll through it as a segment we like to call Snooping Your Socials. All right. Okay, so here's how it's going to work, Jesse. <laughs> graphic. Do you really like us with the magnifying I do. glass? Because we got We're snip. like Inspector Gadget. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're going to put up one of your posts, and okay. you're just going to tell us what's happening. Okay. All right, here's All right. the first one. I really one. haven't looked at any of these. Okay, good. Way. Here's okay. the first one. Um, Oh, okay. Well, Britney's Star Walk of Fame. Wait, this one kind of explains up. itself. Okay. <laughs> well, sort of. What is happening Annie? here? What's going I'm on? Gr- yes, it dresses Annie. It was for an episode of Modern Family. Oh. I, sh- I was shooting it at the, on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. And so I took photos by two different stars, one Britney Spears and then one by Donald Trump. <laughs> I thought it would be funny. How many years ago? Trump star. How long ago was it? It was like... I mean, he was president at that oh, point, yeah. Okay. I thought you were uh, No, no, he wasn't. He wasn't president. He wasn't? It was during Modern Family. No, 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 that's what I was wondering. I can't remember. Okay. I think he was running. Okay. I don't know. Okay. Next, here's out. a video of you with your Modern Family castmates. Let's see what y'all are doing. Okay, well, that's you know, Julie acting like a fool. There's <laughs> Nolan. Oh, no. This was at the Jonas Brothers concert. Oh. Sarah was opening for the Jonas Brothers, if you could believe it. So we all went to go Wait, support what do you her. Mean? She and her friend had wrote, written a song, and they didn't do like a whole set. He did a whole set, and she sang one song oh, okay. with her friend. Uh, but yeah, that's Julie just. Oh, and Nolan was so funny that day because he was like, oh, I get it. The Jonas Brothers are like Teletubbies for adults <laughs> <laughs> because they were all like dressed in their own color. Do you know that the Jonas Brothers are going to be here tomorrow? <laughs> I love them so much. Yeah. So they're doing Broadway. Yeah. I'm so Amazing. excited. Wait, they're doing them. Broadway? Yes. Oh, yeah. Like they're doing a concert been? on Broadway. Not like, yeah. you know, they're not but doing not, Speed not, the Plow. Not Bruce Springsteen, <laughs> Bruce Springsteen, but not, yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. like that type yeah, of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How interesting. Okay. So um, next up, this is you and your husband with a friend of yours. Oh, wait, wait. What? you're a Swifty. Oh, yes, it. I am a Swifty. Yes. yes. I, there's no way you're more of a Swifty than the two of us. We listened really? to Evermore. Every, we were, uh, I was in the 99% times. She category. was. Whoa. Okay, tell us, did you go to a concert yet? 
Not yet, but I have tickets. Okay, Where, which one? I'm going here? at the end in LA, I think. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, here's a. Have you already been? No, I go we're, next. We're, week. Yeah, she's I'm going next. So week. jealous. Okay. Uh, all right, here's a photo shoot with some Broadway royalty. Uh, oh my no, word! No, just me and Meryl Streep what? and Kevin Klein and James, James Earl Jones, Jones and Audrey McDonald and Oliver Platt oh, and me. My. Just you know, oh, just my. hanging out in the park. Wait, so what, what is was happening? That? that was a photo shoot for the Delacorte Theater and in Central Park, and they were doing it was like their their 50th anniversary, and there's this big photo shoot of all the people who had performed there a lot. And I've done five shows at the Delacorte. I think even more than Meryl, maybe. Uh, uh, but I was, uh, that was a very surreal day for me. Annie Leibovitz shot that shot. Wow, you that's kinda, amazing. You kind of have this glint in your eye that I can't see closely, but you're like, wow. I'm losing my mind. Yeah, yeah. This is yeah. amazing. Oh. Right. Also, I was like perched on a rock, and I was terrified that I was going to fall down and hit Meryl and Kevin. <laughs> um, okay, last one. Here okay. you are at the gym. Let's see. Oh, gosh. Oh, <laughs> I know where this is going. Where this is basically know. what I do. <laughs> That's just me working out. Yeah, what having a good time. So you just sort of, while oh, the other yeah. people are actually yeah. lifting, um, you do you like to dance? dance? Of course I thing. do. I just need to do my, I was taking a do break. Do you do dance cardio at the gym? That's it. You're looking at it. <laughs> Zumba. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, Jesse, we you. love you. Uh, and me. also check out his podcast. It's called Dinners on Me. It's out on May the 23rd. Congratulations. So Thank you. Coming up next, a mother of five forging a new path for her family and a life she never imagined after this. When Tillamook ice cream beckons you to the freezer aisle, which irresistibly creamy flavor do you choose? While you're thinking, try not to fuck up the glass. Tillamook ice cream, extraordinary dairy. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. As Mother's Day approaches, we're honoring some inspirational moms. And Jenna, boy, you met a beautiful woman who's got such a purpose after loss. Oh, my gosh, she does. She's a mother of five, a widow, and the proprietor of two incredible hotel properties. Through it all, Mary Celeste Bell is carrying on her husband's legacy and a role she never dreamed would be hers. When our kids were leaving for school, he would say, Bye, y'all. Love you. Make a great day. And it's just all about being positive. And it's not like everything sunshine and rainbows. It's make the most of your day and think of things as an opportunity. That's exactly what Mary Celeste Bell does as the sun rises over Blackberry Mountain, a hotel in the Great Smoky Mountains. She stands alone at the helm of it all. You say that Blackberry Mountain healed you in many ways. How so? Sam and I had dreamed about Blackberry Mountain for years. Bringing his vision to life has been just an incredible journey. Sam was Mary Celeste's high school sweetheart. He, of course, was great looking. <laughs> he was warm and friendly and fun, and he had kind of a magnetism to him. That magnetism naturally drew people to Sam, his colleagues, his guests, and his children. At 26, Sam Bell began running Blackberry Farm, a property owned by his parents. 
Once he turned that resort into a world-renowned culinary destination, he set his sights on the mountains. Blackberry Mountain, he hiked and biked every inch of it. He loved blazing a trail. He was kind of fearless. When Sam died in a tragic ski accident in 2016, he left his wife with five children, 5,200 acres of uncharted land, and a dream. There was just immediate talking of like, how are we going to do this? And so I found myself over those days, over and over, just saying, I know we're going to be okay. The Bell family decided Mary Celeste should be the one to bring Sam's dream to fruition. And she did just that. But that also must have been slightly daunting. I mean, you have five children. You were very young. You were in your 30s. Were you scared? I wasn't scared. It was really so healing to have to get up and get dressed and show up somewhere. Yes. And I wasn't always on time. <laughs> Still am not very good at that. But, you know, to not be dwelling on yeah. what we're losing, it was such a connection to Sam. Seven years later, Mary Celeste oversees 1,200 employees and is involved in the day-to-day -day business at both Blackberry Farm and Blackberry Mountain. How would you describe Blackberry Mountain for somebody that hasn't been here? It's a place to get away, to really kind of be in touch with nature and be really well taken care of. A place of healing, not just for the guest, but for the family who runs it. Someone said to you right after Sam passed away, you need to put your cape on first. What did that look like? I think that's a really big challenge, especially for women who are trying to balance life and work and family, is feeling guilty about taking care of yourself, but you really need to. Mary Celeste's children range in age from 10 years old to 25 years old. What would they say about their dad? They would say that he loved them, that he was committed and passionate about things he loved. But I think they would say that they miss him and they wish he was here. But they know how special it was to have him for the time they did. With Blackberry Mountain thriving, Mary Celeste has a new goal to change the conversation around grief. Now, do you have any advice for somebody that has just lost somebody they love or is grieving? I do think that one thing to remember is just that people will weave in. You don't know, and they may only be there for a season. Mm -hmm. It could be a coach. Mm -hmm. It could be a teacher. It could be your godfather, your uncle. Be open to listening to those people. Mary Celeste says her pain has turned into hope. I feel so fortunate that my kids are still living the life that he wanted us to live. And as we looked out over the beautiful gift her husband left her, I knew he was giving me a gift as well. The legacy of making it a great day. Oh, that she's, was so She's remarkable. Powerful. And I love, wow. I love that saying, make it a great day, because yeah. it's not passive. A choice. It's like how you choose to you live choose. your life. Um, By the way, she texted me, um, Yes, it was beautiful. It just gave me too much credit. Mm. It's a team effort, and I could have done, I couldn't have done it day one without Sam and the incredible Blackberry family. Family. They're the ones who deserve the attention, not me. Okay. By the way, <laughs> that sounds like exactly what she would say after a beautiful piece yeah, like that. She's incredible. That was beautiful. Wow. Make it a great day. We got it. All right. Coming up next, Kate Mara tells us about her new series. It's getting a ton of buzz coming up after this. Oh my. 
If you are a fan of action-packed thrillers, we have got just the show for you. It's called Class of 09, and it stars Kate Mara. Yeah, it follows a class of FBI agents. Mara! Mara or Mara! What the heck? Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait. We've been practicing, (laughs) Kate. We've been practicing. Kate, and the fact that I got it wrong is so typical. (laughs) Kate Mara. We couldn't tell Mara, Mara, tomato, tomato. Okay, go. It follows a class of FBI agents (laughs) who struggle with change as the criminal justice system is altered by artificial intelligence. Take a look. I don't understand why the Bureau would say no. Adopting this technology would mean entire investigations don't depend on one agent's judgment or their memory. You could play back any interview, reference any case, even if you're in the field. It's a guardrail against bias and error. Okay, everybody's Ooh. buzzing. Give us give us the, the headline on it. What's well, it about? you just gave a great yeah. one. Yeah. You gave a great description. But, yeah, it follows a group of um, FBI agents mm-hmm. through uh, three different time periods. Um, so it's kind of fun to see which which time period people sort of are more, you know, attracted to or, or invested in. Mm-hmm. And pe- where people are more themselves. Yes. Yes. Okay, mm-hmm. in your real life, are you, what's been your favorite time period? Oh, well, now, I mean, now is the craziest time because of all of the children and because of my family. It just keeps growing. But um, so, yeah, now, now is my favorite. You say all of the children. You have a six-month-old, right? I do. How is life with three kids now? It's pretty nuts. And, oh, oh, those oh, are his oh, feet. Those toes, I want to eat them, <laughs> oh, not inappropriately. baby feet. Um, yeah, we have a, a six-month-old. A four-year-old, she just turned four, and an almost ten-year-old. So, it's crazy because you're out num- when you're outnumbered, yeah. it becomes overwhelming. Yeah. But I love the chaos. What kind that. of a mom are you? Are you a strict mom, the cool mom, like Jenna? <laughs> no, I am not. Are you the cool no, mom? We're, not. we're the opposite. No. But okay. What, okay. What are you like? Um. Oh God, I don't know. You'd have to ask my husband. He probably would say I'm the I'm in charge. Yes. Uh, yeah. In the house. But no, I wouldn't really say I'm particularly strict necessarily, but I'm definitely not the cool. I don't no. think I'm a cool mom. No, cool no. moms are actually not what that is cool. The, no, no. no. Mm. I mean, they were maybe cool until Mean Girls came out. And then it was just, <laughs> oh, right. oh, I love you know? that. Yeah. Um, so you grew up, you started mm-hmm. acting when mm-hmm. you were basically a kid yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, it's funny to look at your kids when they're, you know, you compare them to when you were that age. Mm-hmm. So like our oldest is almost 10 and that's the age. I was nine when I you know, was determined to become an actor. Mm. I mean, that's just nine years old. Crazy. And yeah. what? Your, and did your parents see that in you? And they thought like, you can, y'all can do it. You can do it. Because your I sister's think, an actress too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I no. I think that they. I mean, they've always been really supportive. But I was so shy as a child. Like, were you? Painfully shy. Yeah. So I think that my mom and my dad were both kind of shocked that I wanted to get on stage and you know, and act in any way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think you, if you ask them now, you know, does this blow your mind that both your daughters are actors? I think they would say, yeah. Why did you choose that? Cause that is interesting. I was shy in school too, kind of yeah. sat in the back and prayed no one called me my too. name. And they used to say like, use your playground voice. And I was like, oh, just pass me, pass me over. Yeah. But why do you think you did choose that profession? Well, I think because I was, I, when I learned that I was allowed to pretend to be somebody else. Uh. You know, that was more mm-hmm. comfortable for me yeah, than being myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay, wait, you just posted this video of you. <laughs> oh, no, what is it's it? It's a Super Bowl commercial. commercial. Oh, yeah. Wait, what? Back in the 90s? Yeah, I think I was 14 there. What do you remember about this? What were you selling? What was happening? Uh, it's an AT&T commercial. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's good. 
And I felt like I was like starring in a Steven Spielberg movie. <laughs> wait, you exciting. kind of are you though. Kind it looks of like are. A very dramatic. You, oh, wait, is that look. your boyfriend? That was my flirty look. Oh, uh, yeah, he was like, I wanted him to be my boyfriend in the show. I mean, the, in the commercial. It's a commercial that had a full-on narrative. I know, pretty good, right? Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> All right, uh, you are part of football royalty, right? And sometimes people make you choose between. The teams. Uh-huh. All right, you have two you teams that are in your family. That? No, I would not do that. The Steelers are the Giants, but um, we're in how, New York. You I, can't say anything other than the Giants. Yeah, exactly. team in New York, right? Wait, was that weird growing yeah. up? Did you feel like you could say yeah. you had a favorite, or you didn't you really could. have a favorite? Um, no, I did. I didn't really have a favorite. I mean, I grew up in New York, and mm-hmm. and my dad. You know, I've been going to. It was then called Giant Stadium. Now mm-hmm. it's MetLife. But um, that's where we grew up. Every yeah. Sunday, every other yeah. Sunday, yeah. we were there. So fun. I definitely have a yeah. real bond with the New York Giants. Yeah. Well. Do you, have you taken your kids yet or not? Yeah. Oh, do yeah. They love oh it? yeah. We bring them when they're really tiny because okay. I was going when I was an, an, an infant as well. So Get them started. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Kate, thank you so much. Thank we hope everyone checks out the class of 09. It is streaming now on Hulu. Thanks, Kate. And we'll be back right after this. Coming up tomorrow, we are going to catch up with new mom, Kelly Osbourne. Oh my gosh, plus our favorite comedian, Heather McMahon. She's going to drop by with her mom. So fun. See you Friday. Bye. How about Captain Crunch's Crunch Berries with breakfast? Whoa, Dad, we're on. Crunch Island. It's Jean Foot. <laughs> and he stole our crunch. Quick, the zip line. He's getting away. Throw our last crunch berry. No! No one steals my crunch berries. I think you mean my crunch berries. Choose your own crunch venture with Captain Crunch. 